today changes my whole entire life. Welcome to Gritability, a podcast about the power of perseverance, overcoming seemingly insurmountable odds to attain the life of your dreams. I'm your podcast host, Adam Clausen, and with me in the studio is the beautiful and ever radiant Ro Clausen. Hello, welcome back to Gritability. I'm excited for this episode. I have so many burning questions to ask our guest because he's like, he's one of us. He's, he's one of our people. Yes. yes. Man, grit, the epitome of grit. Today we have with us Jordan Vega. Welcome. Hey guys. Hey Hi. guys. Thank you for having me on. Man, I'm so excited for this podcast and so excited to, to talk to you guys and be on this podcast. Oh, well, we are we are super excited to have you here today. And for viewers out there, if you don't know, um, listen, Jordan is a multiple world record holder, right? Yes, that is correct. And and we're going to get into that in a minute. But he inspired us today to get out there and get on that pull-up bar. And I wanted to share that with him before the show today. So we sent him a quick pick. And you know how he responded? He responded with a quick 400 pull-ups. In what, like, would you say 40 minutes or something like that? Yeah, I had to. I was going to take a little nap after work, and then right before I like climbed to the bed, I saw I saw that text. I was like, you know what? I I usually just do my workout all the way through, but you know, I'll break it up today and just do a quick quick little workout in forty minutes before the podcast. Luckily, I was not able to knock out like four hundred, so I'll make my workout tonight a little bit easier. Oh my god, this is amazing, and this is a perfect. Do you look like you have a question? Or no, something no, to no. This it. is just a perfect segue because I have so many questions. I'm so curious. So why don't you tell us to start? What do you hold the world record or records in? Yes. Yeah, so this at the start of the year on January first, I decided to take on a fitness challenge that no one has ever taken on before. Um, so I realized that there are no record, no world records uh, in pull-ups past 24 hours. I did all my research. I realized that there was a world record for most push-ups in a year, but there wasn't for pull-ups. So I decided to take that challenge on to try to set three world records in 2023 for most pull-ups completed in one month, which is right here. Uh, most pull-ups completed in six months, which is my certificate right here. And I'm 51 days away from my third world record, which is most pull-ups completed in yes, one year. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. I am excited about that. 51 so more days, guys. 51 more days. So where where did this come from? Like, So you're saying pull-ups because there was no other pull-up record. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, there were no pull-up records. And last year I was just in, to be honest, I was just in a really bad place mentally. And um, I, I fell into a really bad depression. I was just not happy with my life across the board in terms of my fitness, in terms of my work, in terms of like what I was doing on a day-to-day basis. And I really just made a promise to myself to try to become the best version of myself every single day. And it started in the gym, just trying to get in better shape. 
And right around Thanksgiving time of last year, um, I realized that there are no pull-up records past 24 hours. So I was like, you know what? I want to see how many pull-ups I could do. And I surprised myself one day. I ended up doing 500. Um, and that was like one of the most proud I've been in a really long time. And I just decided to run with it. And I really wanted to start January 1st because I just wanted to start off the new year. Uh, yeah, with these goals. And I pretty much just gave myself one month to figure out how to set a new world record. And luckily I was able to figure it out somehow. And man, now I'm 51 days left in my journey, um, which is, I can't even fathom it. It's, it's insane to me. I want to clarify one thing here, right? Um, the, the way that you did this, right? Cause this isn't like a small goal. Yeah. You found out that there was no year long goal. So you didn't have to set the bar nearly as high as you did. Yeah. And you're telling us that, Hey, I messed around. I found out I did 500 pull-ups and I was surprised. I was proud. That's incredible. But I, I know the goal that you set and what you're doing every day but please tell our audience, what was the goal that you set for the entire year? At, to be honest, in January, uh, I, I told myself I would have been happy if I would have done 100,000 pull-ups at the end of the year. Um, and after the first month, I set a goal of 31,000 in 30 days and i was like wow if i did that in a 30-day time frame like what could i really do like what is the human body really capable of like what if i really push myself don't give myself any ways out and really don't leave any stone unturned and uh yeah my goal was a hundred thousand to be honest at the start of the year but now i'm at almost three hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, year to date so it's crazy how i really just i really just wanted to leave no stones unturned with this project like nobody's put, beating me <laughs> <laughs> put my all and see what could happen at the end of the year okay are you done i'm sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I want to get some technical questions out of the way for the audience, and then I have, like, the real questions. But how, when you're setting a world record, like, how do you prove to somebody that you did the actual amount of pull-ups that you're saying that you're doing or that they are pull-ups that count or that type of a thing? Great question. So, uh, luckily, I'm an accountant, so I, I'm very good with Excel. Um, so... Actually, every day I have to live stream my pull-ups on YouTube. Oh, wow. So, so the workout that I just did for like 40 minutes, um, I, that was live streamed on YouTube. Um, and I actually have a camera up there where, uh, let me see, right, right up there where my chin clears the bar. And then I also have another camera um, just so you could see my forms. I have two cameras on my live stream. And I also have a Excel. Uh, so you could track what, what number I'm at. And, uh, I actually have to have a logbook that correlates to my live stream. 
and every pull-up has to be timestamped to the exact minute. And then I go ahead and send in my logbook, my video links, and all my timestamp pull-ups into the record company, and then they go ahead and audit it. Wow. Amazing. So it's a very it's a very tedious process just to like record and timestamp every single pull-up as well. Yeah. But that's what we were talking about in the car on the way here. I was like, I don't understand how he does this and he works and he, you know, sets up the cameras and all of this. Why? Because I knew the answer to that. We saw the news piece that that they did on you. But I wanted uh-huh. to make sure that the audience knew. But that is um, that is dedication and that is amazing that you're able to do that. So do you work from home? Yeah, luckily I'm able okay. to, to work from home as an accountant and uh, I just have the f- flexibility to, uh, to get a, like a lunch workout in or um, just finish it up after, after or before work. So I really just have the flexibility on when to do my workouts. And how do you choose when you're going to do it that day? Um, I, one, I, I really just have to listen to my body. Um, I noticed that sleep is the most important part of recovery. So I really just try to get seven to eight hours of sleep and then, um, recover during the day while I'm working. And then at night, I usually just get it done (laughs) at night. I need, we need to hit on that right there, right? Yeah. Because I know what's going through so many people's minds because we get this. It's like, don't you ever take a break? Don't you What about overtraining? Yeah. What about overtraining? You're doing too much. I love what you just said. Key is sleep. And it is. I mean, there's a ton of research, the significance of sleep. But you added to that. You said that's your recovery. And you get to recover while you're working. So it's... I love your perspective, how you're looking at your workouts, where your recovery is. And man, listen, there is a lesson here. This guy is doing a thousand pull-ups every day. He didn't start there. You know, this wasn't some gift that he's always had. It was a challenge. And what you said it's his discipline, his daily discipline. Man, that's great ability. Like you are living proof because in addition to getting up, doing the work, it's not just going through the motions. Like you're really putting it in. You're intentional about your work, about your recovery, and you're taking the time to track and record all of this. Man, that's mm-hmm. that's super disciplined. Can I have Thank a question. You. Thank you. Yes. What do you do on the days, to Adam's point, on the days that you just don't feel like doing it or you're tired or maybe your shoulder hurts that day? Oh, man, that's probably like 80, 90 percent of my days. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, man, I you really just have to. When you feel when you don't really feel like working out, you just have to remind yourself, like, why you're doing this. And um, you have to calm your mind down. If you could calm your mind down and start, starting is the hardest part for me. As long as I start and get going and get moving and take that first step, then I know I'm going to finish the workout somehow because I'm not going to let myself quit. That's just who I am. Yes. So as long as I could get myself to start and do that first 50 pull-ups, 100 pull-ups, 
then I know that I'm not going to stop the stream and quit on myself. Um, and um, I've kind of just had that mentality the entire the entire year. I told I've told myself at the start of a year, as long as I could do one pull up the next day, I'm going to figure out a way to to do a thousand pull ups. Like I'm gonna, not going to give myself a way out. Like if I'm hurting, uh, I'm going to figure out a way to overcome this. And um, whether it's like taping my hand or my my arm or or something, I could put my mind into a different place for at least two hours of the day and figure out a way to get to a thousand pull-ups. Have you always been this disciplined in other areas of your life? Like, where does this come from? Because this is this runs deep. It's not just about pull-ups. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when I was a kid, maybe three and a half, four years old, I was actually put into martial arts and I fell in love with it. Um, I did it from like four years old until 14 when I decided to go into high school. I ended up being like a third degree black belt. I won the junior Olympics three years in a row uh, when I was 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. And then when I was 14, I went to nationals. And I placed third in the tournament, and I kind of just got burnt out. But I kind of just grew up in that discipline mentality, and uh, that's kind of what I knew. Like, I didn't do any other sports. All I did was martial arts. And then once I got into high school, I just tried some – like, I tried football. I tried baseball. And – but mostly to go back to your question, I kind of learned learned it, learned the discipline and consistency at a young age. But it was something that I just loved doing, and I didn't really like see it. I was just a kid, just doing something that I really loved, and I kept winning. I kept winning, and I kind of just fell in love with it. But I learned through martial arts the discipline and uh, consist- consistency at a young age, and I kind of just took that and tried to put that into this project. I love it. And when you were talking earlier, your answer before this, when you were talking about, you know, the days that you don't feel like doing it and what you do to do it, I was thinking of a line in the, it's a book and a movie, but I saw the movie, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And there's a line in there that says, don't think, just do. And that's how I try to get myself through um, the days that I don't want to work out, you know, and little funny side note, I told Adam that one time in an email when he was in prison and he was like, well, this is the one place that we can't really use that phrase because that'll get people into trouble if they use it the wrong way. But <laughs> when you're talking about martial arts, it reminded me of that movie again. And it is one of those things where it instills the the strongest uh, focus and discipline and all that stuff in anybody I heard of that started martial arts at a young age, we actually want to get our two-year-old in it as soon as possible. We still have like six or seven Man, months before they'll get him in. That's but awesome. Yeah. First thing. I, well, I feel like actually, I'm hijacking the question. No, actually all three of us. Yeah. We've committed to doing yeah. that as a family. You know, that's because, so cool. Because we, yeah, we know the benefits and, and very similarly, I got into martial arts when I was young and it was one of those brief periods in my life where I had the discipline, the structure, and I had a little bit of peace, like a little bit of focus in there. Like I got a taste and I was always looking for that later on. 
It's what led me to really a, a deeper introspective analysis. Just I had scratched the surface. Uh, and that's something that we definitely, yeah, we, we know the importance of it, not just the fitness, but the discipline, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, once I, uh, I mean, once I finished this year journey and then I think in 2024, at some point I might try to attempt the 24 hour Guinness record. But after that, once I'm done with pull-ups, I want to get back into jujitsu or I want to learn jujitsu. I've never done jujitsu. But I think it would be just so much fun to to get back into martial arts when I have more free time. I've I've been kind of having an itch to to learn like a new martial art. So I oh, think it's awesome. great, and I think it's uh, great to just have uh, younger kids learn martial arts because it just teaches you discipline and consistency and uh, men mental toughness and resilience as well. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bold prediction here that. <laughs> At the end of this year, whatever you choose to get into next, <laughs> you are going to excel at that as well because of the habits that you've already deeply ingrained. And I heard you say earlier, you know, having that why, that motivation, like mm -hmm. that, you can transfer that to anything. So what, what was it that really motivated you to, again, to to dramatically change the way that you were living to, to change your mindset. Um, because it sounds like there was a, a bunch of things that were moving in the opposite direction. You did a radical 180 and went all in. So for all those people who feel like, Oh God, like I'm just not in very good shape right now. I don't feel good about myself. I can never do a thousand pull-ups. What do you tell them? Oh man. To, what I tell them is the, the power of the mind is so strong. Like if you truly believe you could do something, then you're going to figure out a way to do it. It might take you some time, but if you really want it and you truly believe that you could do it, then you can, but it also goes opposite way. If you mm -hmm. don't think you could do, can't, if you don't think you could do something, then you're probably right. So man, you really just, have to believe in yourself and take the first step and see and just try. If you just give yourself a shot and take that first step, then at least you're giving yourself a chance to figure out whatever you, you want to do. But it's honestly just taking that first step, giving yourself a chance and, um, the power of the mind is really strong. If you, if you think you could do something, you can, but it, it also goes the same way. If you're doubting yourself and don't think you could do something, then it probably goes the same way. Well, clearly you got a lot of faith in yourself. You've, you've proven that you've got <laughs> what, 51 more days, 51 more days. So you, you are definitely doing it. Um, I see you want to jump in here. I don't want to cut you off. I have a question though. No, go ahead. Please shoot. Do you have one? Yeah, shoot. Okay. So when you were like, I, I can see your mental discipline in that you believe in yourself. And I love that. What about when you set your goal? Did you share your ambitions with anybody else? Like, do you have a support system or did you keep it to yourself because you didn't want naysayers? Oh man. Yes. Great question. So before I started, I probably took I deleted all my social media for like three, four months. 
I was really quiet. I really didn't really talk to anybody. I was just training and uh, I was studying for my CPA at that time, which I decided to hold off because of the world record journey. But for three, four months, I didn't talk to anyone. I deleted all my social media. And then right around Christmas time, I announced to pretty much everyone I knew on social media, hey guys, like I know I've been like away from social media, but I'm going to go for this crazy fitness challenge. I'm going to try to set three world records this year. And I'm going to try to do 100,000 pull-ups in 2023. Um, And then, yeah, I telling people that kind of just gave me a chip on my shoulder. And um, because of that, I I just knew like, no matter what, like I'm going to figure out a way to do a thousand pull-ups for at least a month straight. Um, Like my legacy was on my, on the line. Mm. Um, My pride was on the line too. Mm. And at that point I was really motivated too to prove people wrong. Um, But then shortly after that, after, after a month, I realized motivation doesn't really last too long. But I did, I did announce to like everyone that I was going to try to go for this goal, and uh, that really just motivated me to just push harder, as hard as I could for for the first month. Love that it's us gritty ones. Tell us we can't do something. We're going to prove you wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the, my biggest. If someone tells me I can't do something, I'm like, oh, okay, really? We'll that's see. How, yeah, we'll see. That's how I won the uh, fitness. Well, I mean, and a lot of hard work and dedication, just like you. But Miss Fitness New Jersey competition because somebody told me I couldn't do it. I was like, okay, <laughs> prove you wrong. So yeah, what yep. changes, did you have a question before I jump Go in ahead. again? What changes did you notice? I have two. So in your body physically while you were doing this, but then also mentally, like your mental strength as you were progressing through these, uh, earning these records. Um, in terms of my body physically, um, I feel like I was, I looked a lot better before I started my journey just because I was lifting heavy, uh, I was just like, I was doing other exercises besides pull-ups. Um, but in terms of like my strength now, one, my, my grip strength is like incredible. As you could see, my hands wow. are yeah. super <laughs> calloused. Uh, it's not one callous, like it, my whole hand is calloused and, my fingers have actually grown in size. I didn't know fingers could grow. Wow. Um, yeah, my, my, me and my brother used to have the same exact hands in January. And now uh, he has a wedding ring. And now my, like, his ring won't fit on my fingers. It would just like go to the very top. So like, my fingers <laughs> have grown in size. Um, and my back has just got a lot stronger as well. Yeah, I, I would assume, I would assume <laughs> yeah. that it would. And man. it makes sense, right? If you think about construction workers or people that work with their hands, you can always tell by yep. the size of their fingers. I wonder if yours will, once you stop doing all the pull-ups, if they'll kind of atrophy and go back or shrink a little more. Uh, ho- uh, hopefully. <laughs> I don't think it matters for a man. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. So, yeah, thankfully, it's it's not as much of an issue for a man, for a man. as it is. And, you know, there's like those sayings. So you're all good. Yeah. Um, what about what about mentally as you were going through this? Uh, man, mentally now I feel like it has just rolled over into many aspects of my life. Last year, 
one of my biggest fears was public speaking. Like I would be terrified speaking in front of you guys or in front of an audience. But now like I speak on social media every day. I force myself to like at least speak for, for 60 seconds. And it's just, just working out every day and just pushing my, forcing myself to do something that I really don't want to do um, has just made uh like normal day things in life just a lot easier and like easier to like mentally overcome like it's just been amazing like i'm so glad i've taken this project on um even though like it sucks on a daily basis but i just know i've i've grown so much as a person last year i was last year if like i would not even think that I would be in this place now. And I'm just so proud of myself and happy. Like I haven't given, given up on myself and, um, man, 51 more days. And I'm just excited to just be in this position. Do you have any, uh, companies or organizations or anybody that noticed your social media that's backing you or sponsoring you or anything like that? Um, no, no companies or, or sponsors right now. What's on your I've shirt? Had, like, uh, this is my like social media brand that oh, I've awesome. just uh, uh, created, and uh, it's my YouTube cha- channel as well. So if you guys um, on YouTube research "Set the Bar Project" one word, you can watch my daily live stream workouts. I'll probably do a workout after this uh, this podcast. So. That's where my social media is, and that's just a little brand that I decided to to start. What a great! First of all, what a great name. Love it. Second of all, we got to get <laughs> you, you some people, some eyes on you. I mean, this is this is a huge accomplishment, and there have to be people like I don't know Rogue or somebody out there that would sponsor you or like push you. And so, if if it's something you're interested in, I just think that yeah, it's it's huge. <laughs> so I have to tell you, this has just popped into my head. We go to the park and we work out and there's pull-up bars and there's rings and, and Adam loves pull-ups. We do a lot of pull-ups. Our son is two, like I told you. Anytime uh-huh. he sees a bar, like we're in an elevator one time, he has to do pull-ups and he goes, pull up, pull up. So we <laughs> have to so have cool. Adam send you a video, yeah, of him saying pull-up. Yes. He loves his pull-ups. We, we have, uh, a, we have yes, a, that'd be awesome. We have a pull-up bar in the doorway to his room, to his bedroom. And okay. Yeah, he freaking he's like. I want to get up on the bar. And since, oh, he, since he was a baby, he's loved to just even just hang hey. from the bar. Now he's actually pulling. So it makes sense. Oh, I was man. doing CrossFit till literally the day before I had him. So it's just, it's in him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. That's so, I would love to see a video of that. Yeah. Well, and we're big believers on, first of all, promoting you know a, a whole fit, healthy lifestyle. So we'd love to see others like yourselves who are disciplined enough. And here's, here's a big part of this, right? I was telling Ro earlier, Rob, uh, Diedrich, Deerdick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Rob Deerdick. I heard Rob on just on a, on a clip that he had on Instagram when I was coming through the airport this morning and it made me laugh. Cause he was talking about, you know, there was a time when I thought about getting fit and I was paying a trainer and I was going to the gym every day but I was basically just paying them to talk to them and so that I could be there and just smell the sweat of the gym. He said, because <laughs> I wasn't really working. 
I was just kind of going through the motions. And I would say for 99% of the people, you know, they have difficulty with the consistency, like just getting to the gym every day. And then out of that 1% that make it, most of them are just kind of going through the motions, right? And there's such a small percentage that are able to really push the bounds of their body, of their full human potential. And you do that by setting some crazy goals, like doing a thousand pull-ups every single day. And that's what we love, man. That's what we love because you are living proof of what we talk about. And unfortunately, the masses say, oh, that's crazy. And they come up with all the reasons why you can't or why you shouldn't do it. That's not healthy. That's too much. And it's just because they won't. And it's, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a reflection exactly. of their own insecurities, man. So everything, like you are dropping so many lessons on us today on what's possible, on the power of mindset, of you took us through the transformation from saying that you weren't in a good place mentally, physically, you know, you didn't feel like you were anchored to just going all in. And mm -hmm. you are on the verge of setting the final of multiple world records that took place, a radical transformation over the course of a year, man. And it is just so inspiring. Um, like, you're the epitome of gritability. Like, this is what we talk about, man. So Thank you. I really appreciate it. That means a lot. Oh, this, is, this has been amazing. And I, and I do. I want to make sure that everyone who's watching us goes and checks out, follows you, gets behind you, because uh, we need Rogue. We need somebody to pick you up, man, and, and support you. Definitely. That would be so cool. Who makes the pull-up bar that you use behind you? Oh, man. It's actually, if you Google squat rack on Amazon, it's the first thing that pops up. So um, I'm not sure. I actually have three of these pull-up bars, uh, one in my brother's gym. Uh, one in my car, just in case I travel anywhere. It's amazing. One in my, <laughs> one in my uh, uh, this is my apartment actually. So this used to be like a living room with a TV and a sofa or play video games. But then, you know what? I was like, scrap, I'm going to scrap all of this, put a squat rack in here and Let's see how many pull-ups I could do in a year. Yes. You need to send <laughs> yes. you yes, and you need to send that video because I'm not good at doing this for myself, but I'm into I'm in marketing. So this is where this is coming from. Send the name of those companies to Adam and I'm gonna send them your YouTube channel and be like, you're stupid if you don't <laughs> do something for this guy. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know that the other thing, I, I had that shared fear of public speaking. And man, I felt like that limited me in so many different aspects of my life. And for me, it was very similar. Like I found a way to build confidence, you know, mental fortitude, like being, knowing that I was able to do things that I physically, that I didn't previously think myself capable of, like just in gave me a personal inspiration and, and confidence so that 
<laughs> I was able to do those things that I had previously been afraid of, like public speaking. Um, I'm curious to hear how else, like that mental transformation, you said it's applied to all other aspects of your life. Sounds like you're doing some other pretty amazing things. What other personal transformations have you seen as a result of these physical challenges? Personal, ah, man, I, my confidence has just gone through the roof. I feel like if you put just any sort of challenge in front of me, um, I feel like I, I could get it done. Like in terms of, in terms of all aspects, whether it's physical, whether it's a mental issue or whether it goes for work too. Um, I can't really think of any specifics off the bat, but since this has been like an entire year journey, I feel like I've had to pull many things out of my back pocket to just get through the day. Um, because like I said, motivation Motivation does not last. Like it's fun when you have it, when you have motivation, uh, it's great, but you really just have to figure out ways. For me, I just have, I really just have to take each day at a time. And I'm really just thankful that for each day, because I used to not be, I used to, I used to take like my days for granted. I used to just wake up, go through the motions and felt like I really had no purpose in life. But now just having just an insane goal, an insane daily goal each day, I really am thankful for each day and really thankful that God has given me the opportunity to like be able to do pull-ups for this long and battle through injuries, battle through all of the mental difficulties that has come through with uh, this project. And it's really just... I feel like it's really it's a, it's, just, a, it's uh, amazing. It's amazing yeah. what you've done. <laughs> I mean, literally nothing short of amazing. And you know, I I heard you clearly say, you know, as as part of where you were, um, you weren't feeling good about yourself, your mental health. And I heard you, I think, on one of the clips that we saw, say that you wanted to dedicate this, you know along the lines of other people with mental health, a focus, bringing awareness to that. Um, you know, where I was, I spent many, many years incarcerated and I saw how that broke people down um, and it took away their confidence, right? So there's, there's plenty of people who are incarcerated who have gone through struggle with addiction, have gone through other really challenging times in their lives where mental health is a very serious issue. And it's becoming more mainstream, but it's an issue that we deal with very, very frequently in the space that we tend to spend a lot of time, you know, supporting individuals there. So that was something else that stuck out to me um, because we talk about it, right? And talk about how, you know, our physical health is linked to our mental health. And so I just wanted to applaud you for bringing that same level of awareness because it could have easily been, you know, just you talking about, Hey, I'm, I'm just focused on this physical thing and I'm going to set these world records, but you took the time mm -hmm. to also focus on addressing mental health. Was there any reason why you chose to, to bring awareness to that? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, to be honest, I could care, I could care less about these awards. Uh, I did, I didn't, did not take on this project to have like three certificates. Um, I took on this challenge because I struggled with my mental health, man. I was in a really dark place mentally and I know what it's like to, to feel like that. And I know what it's like to feel in a rut and what helped me on a daily basis. I, I went to, to therapy um, and that helped. But what really helped me on a daily basis was just get into the gym or go for a run, go for a walk, whatever it is, just, just get off the couch and just get a sweat on. And just doing that on a daily basis just was the only thing that really helped me mentally. And that's why I wanted to dedicate this project um, to a mental health organization. Uh, right now, I'm currently working or I'm currently working with uh, NAMI, a uh, nonprofit organization that is centered around um, mental health. And man, I, I'm just thankful that I could um, be a positive impact to people, like inspire them. And if I could just, if me doing a little bit extra pull-ups each day could inspire others. And at the end of the year, I know that I have done my job and I could, I'm happy with what I'm done with what I've done. That was my main goal at the, the beginning of the year was to just inspire as many people as I can. Um, whatever happens with my pull-up count, I knew as long as I went, went into it with a full heart and left no, un, no stones unturned, then I think the project will, will be a success. And I just kept that mindset the entire year. I love that so much because like you said earlier, motivation can be fleeting and often is, especially like that negative motivation we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. It's great in the moment, but the fact that you can dedicate it to somebody else and you feel like they're relying on you and it's more extrin extrinsic. How do I say that word? Extrinsic? Extrinsic. Outside okay. of you. Yeah. Um, then it means so much more. I can relate so much. So when I was in CrossFit, the gym that I had gone to, um, for the most of the time, Adam was incarcerated. Uh, they used to say, we're dedicating our sweat to whatever it was, you know, a fallen hero, this and that. And I took that into my own life. And I would say, I'm dedicating this sweat, like on the holidays, I would go have a really, really hard workout to the people who were incarcerated, who wanted to be with their families, who couldn't be outside running, even though it was 30 degrees a lot of the time, because I'm in New Jersey, like on Christmas, you know, um, <laughs> I'm dedicating my sweat to them because they would do anything to be outside running in 30 degrees if they were free. You know, so yeah. it meant so much to me and I would pass it along to the people that I coached and you are a hundred percent right. Having a physical challenge is so beneficial for our mental health. I tried to pass it along to people all the time and the women who I coached when they did use, you know, get into exercise and challenging their bodies physically, it helped their mental health so, so, so much in so many different ways. So I love that you are doing this as well for your people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been amazing too, because that, that has also been an extra motivation because people are like, man, like we believe in you. Like I started to develop a community that is like cheering me on every day. And they're like, oh man, like you only got 55 more days. Like you could grind it out. Like we believe in you. And I'm like, 
all right, if you guys, if you guys believe in me, then I guess I got one more day in me. Let's, let's keep it going. I, I love it, man. <laughs> yeah. And like you said earlier, you're not going to turn off the camera, like in the middle of, you know, you do 10 pull-ups and you're like, I'm over this, but the camera's running of course, and you have people that are like, you got this. Of course you're going to keep going. Amazing. Yeah. You got to do it. And the other thing that I heard you say was like, you've tied your legacy to this. Yeah. When you start thinking that way, man, that's big, right? Like yep. that's a whole different level of responsibility. Like I've got to do this. It's, exactly. I was, it's I was, my, go it's ahead, my last name. It's my legacy. I'm like, mm -hmm. like, no one's ever done this before. So like I'm the pioneer of this record. So and, and every day I, I wake up, I, I keep setting the bar and I keep adding to the setting a new world record. So man, it's just great. I mean, it, yeah. it's just been awesome. Technically, all you really had to do was one pull up a day for as many days as you wanted to. If there were no challenges, um, no record <laughs> set, so you really set the bar like no one's gonna. I don't think you set the bar so high. Lifetime. And yeah, that's, <laughs> like honestly, if someone does come and challenge it, like man, kudos to them. Like you set it way up here, man. And those certificates, right? Those are a big deal, dude. Make sure those are up on your wall, like yeah. prominently displayed. You know, these yes. are the copies. The, the The ones are the the main ones are at my my mom and dad's house. So those are on the wall. How, how do mom and dad feel about this? Oh man, they've been they've been so encouraging. I have luckily I have a really tight circle. My mom, dad, brother. Uh, sister-in-law we live on the same compound and um man without them like it'd be it'd be tough uh like my mom and my mom will like deliver me some food like <laughs> during, yes for lunch when i'm working and she's like i know you have a tough day at work like here's some food and it's it's just great they give they they help me out in so many different ways and they've been so supportive and uh i'm just thankful to have really supportive parents and and uh yeah they they believe in me and uh i i told them i really think i could do this no one's ever done this before but if uh i know if i give it my all i think i have a shot to shock some people and maybe even myself so amazing i told them that and they've just they just let me run with it. They're every single day. They're walk watching every single live stream workout. So, oh, man. <laughs> I was gonna say they got they've got to be proud of you, man. You've you've done something no one's ever done. Like clearly, any parent would be like would shouting be, on the rooftop. That's right. I, I'm I'm sure they're like, that's my son. Yeah, that's my son. Check out his YouTube link. So, yeah, they love it. <laughs> you said about your mom dropping off lunch, and it made me wonder, did you change your nutrition at all throughout this to help support what you're doing physically? Yes, yes. Uh, so in the very first 30 days, I had I could not figure out my nutrition. I was so hungry. Uh, <laughs> I was just so hungry every single day. I actually gained 15 pounds in the first 30 days oh, uh, just because For, just wait. because I was just because I was so hungry and my metabolism just couldn't keep up with, cause I was overworking myself so hard. But that's um, amazing. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I have to say this as somebody yeah. who's done pull-ups heavier yes. and lighter, the fact that you gained 15 pounds and you were still able to do all those pull-ups 
damn. Listen, kudos to you. I gained two pounds in my exactly two five pounds. You get up on that bar and you're like, oh damn, I feel that. Yep, fifteen pounds, man, and you were still doing a thousand a day. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, okay, I need to change something. I need to change something up. Like I can't. I need. I just started eating like two meals a day instead of three, and then the weight just dropped again, and then. Now I'm back at my the weight where I started, and I feel good. Um, two meals a day is pretty much all I need, and uh, I usually just eat a really big meal after my my workout, and then I'm pretty much good to go. Does your meal nothing consist- special? Is it whatever you want to eat, or do you focus on protein? Do you have any type of you know recovery type of foods that you put in there? Yeah. So before like two. Two hours before my workout, I usually have a fruit smoothie, and uh, I'll either have like a couple protein, uh, a couple hamburger patties, or eggs, um, or like a sandwich, so something light. And then after after my workout, I'll have like carbs, so like spaghetti um, or steak. Um, yeah, but nothing nothing really special. Okay. Just pro- protein carbs is enough to get me through my workout. You, you got it dialed in clearly. Yeah. You know, at, at this stage, you're on the home stretch. So <laughs> whatever you're doing has been working for you. And there's also another lesson in that, you know, that homeostasis, your body's going to find where it operates best. And it just shows like you've set the, the consistency of that thousand pull-ups a day your body figured out, you know, what it needed and you dialed in the nutrition. It's just been smooth. And it, and it really speaks to the fact that, man, the human body is absolutely amazing. Like what we can adapt to. And when you hear about, you know, somebody doing this, it's like, wow, if that's possible, like what else is possible? Yeah. I mean, like my hands, like, I didn't. I honestly didn't think hands could get like this. Like, like if you see, this is all callus. Yeah. yeah. And and I didn't even realize like fingers could grow in such a <laughs> small amount of time. Like it's been crazy what the the human body could do if you really ask it to. It's, it's ask a, it to to do it. Do they ever open up while you're doing pulls, pull ups? What was it? Do they? Do your houses ever that? open up or rip open while you're pulling? Um. Now, no, uh, just because my whole hand is calloused. But for the first three months, it was really bad. Uh, I would get blisters every single day. I would have to tape it up. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd get bloody hands. And then after a while, I just kept getting so much blisters that turned into calluses. And now my hands are like bulletproof pretty much. That's amazing. And for the people listening that don't understand when you rip a callus on a pull-up bar and you have to continue a Mm. workout, it is very painful. It is literally like pouring salt in your wound every time you pull up. Yeah. So the fact that you went through all of that to recallus your hands while, while you're pushing towards this goal is just another check in the box of amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it was not fun. But yeah, when you when you're in pain and you have a goal in mind, you kind of just have to put your mind in a different place and just keep pushing and and honestly just keep moving. When I'm really struggling and uh, just going through the motions, I'm like, okay, if, as long as I keep moving 
and don't stop and don't quit. Then over time, I'm going to get to my goal. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of my mentality sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, uh, my former gym partner and I used to do like crazy workouts. We would partner up on the partner workouts and we wouldn't realize how bad we were hurt until after the fact, cause your adrenaline's pumping while you're working out. Mm-hmm. And afterwards you're like, Oh, I, th- I think I really just hurt my hand. So <laughs> I'm sure that's yeah. part of it for you too. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times when I feel like that, when I know I'm hurting, I'm like, okay, like I know my body's in a lot of pain right now, but if I stop, it's going to get a lot worse. So if I, as long as I keep my mind calm and try not to overreact and just keep putting one foot in front of the other, then I know like the storm will eventually end and I could get through that workout. But when I'm in a lot of pain, I, I try not to stop because then that, that just makes it a lot worse. Yeah. Listen, all of the normal people listening to this out here right now. Checked out. They're gone. They're like, you people are crazy. What the hell are you talking about? You masochists. And we're like, yes, this is what it's all about, man. I could go on for days with questions. You hear me? Right? Absolutely. One of the things, you know, if you look behind us, we have, you know, a number of different books in here. A lot of it's like fitness I've got a few that are, you know, mind body, um, definitely that connection. Uh, who were some of the people or were there other works that were inspirational to you? Like, where do you look outside of yourself? Cause clearly you do an incredible job, not just with the personal motivation, but staying disciplined, but who else do you, uh, do you find inspiration from? That's a great question. So before I started this journey, um, I wanted to I wanted to see how it felt to be to work like Kobe Bryant for mm. for a year because he was my he will always be my favorite athlete of all time. I grew up watching Kobe and Shaq um in the early 2000s um and I've watched the Lakers um pretty much every single year of my life but he was my favorite player growing up and he was known for always just being the hardest worker in the room. Mm -hmm. And he was also known for outworking anybody. Um, You would wake up earlier, stay later than them. And I knew if I put this, that same mentality into my project and, and not have the mentality that no one is going to outwork me. I'm going to outwork everyone in the polar community. Um, and, and I'm just going to try to run with this. And I knew if I just brought in the Mamba mentality, which he calls his mindset, um, into this project that, um, not many things is going to get in, in my way. And Kobe Bryant has always been my favorite athlete. And, um, I always try to embody some of his, uh, qualities that he had when he was playing basketball oh you've you've done it no (laughs) doubt that's straight mamba mentality man that's what gritability is all about same mindset yeah yeah i feel like he's the the definition of grit you know like without a doubt (laughs) yep tremendous so was there something else that you wanted to hop in here with no because Listen, it's been amazing to spend this time with you, but I also know that 
you've got another workout <laughs> that's calling you. Good. And man, it's Friday. It, it's Friday night. Luckily, the Lakers are playing at seven thirty tonight, so I got to watch that game, and it'll be. I'll, I'll be cruising. I already got four hundred down, seven hundred more to go. It'll be a quick hour and twenty life. minutes work. Hour fifteen workout. Well, you can you can definitely still get that in before the game. And it's true. Listen, I love that you said it's a Friday night, and that's what I'm talking about, man. Like when when you're committed, and you know the benefit of putting in that work. Like that's what Friday night's about, right? You're yeah. still gonna get it in. You're gonna enjoy it, and more than anything, when you're done, you are gonna have that sense of accomplishment, man. You're gonna be feeling good. Um, we love everything about what you are doing, everything that you are willing to share with us. Thank you so much for coming on Gridability. It's been an amazing episode. And for all of our viewers out there, if you haven't already logged on to follow Jordan Vega, like do it, do it now. <laughs> We're, you're going to see his info up here on the screen, man, whatever else we can do to you know, express our support, man. You are definitely one of us, uh, man. We love spending this time with you. We're going to have to get together for a workout, right? Cause you're not that far away. Yeah. Where are you located? We're in Vegas. And okay. Listen, man, anytime you are over here, we would love to meet up with you. And in the meantime, you know, keep doing what you're doing online and we're going to keep following you and we're going to get as many people as we can to follow you. And Ro here is going to work her magic. And ho hopefully you get one of those big sponsors behind you as somebody that's going to start, <laughs> you know, promoting and seeing the value in what you're doing. I, I can't believe that they haven't already. So we will definitely, thank you. Yeah, we're going to commit to that. It's been another great episode of Gridability, the power of perseverance, overcoming seemingly insurmountable odds to attain the life of your dreams and hitting those big, big goals. Congratulations, Ro. That's it. I'm in awe. You need When you come here, we're going to need to get your autograph for uh, the only person who might be able to come for your record in probably like 20 years, which is Christian, our son. So. There you go. I'll give them tips. I'll be <laughs> rooting him go. on too. There you <laughs> go, man. Listen, we'll see you back here on the next episode of Gridability.